This is ATH Life Factors, and I'm Adrian. Welcome back, everybody. I have one question for you right now. Can we talk for a minute? I know y'all didn't know I could sing, too, but that's all right now, you know. So I want to start this podcast <laughs> um, by saying that if you've been tuned in, or hopefully you've been tuned in to this story about the little girl. If you haven't been tuned in, I need you to stop this podcast right now and go back and listen to episode one, episode two, the story of the little girl who will cry for the children in anticipation for the next episode. So today I just want to open up and have a discussion about those two previous episodes. So some of you may have some sensitive ears if you've been listening You may be sensitive to all the details that's included in the story, but I just found no other way to do it than to bring you all that information um, and all that detail because the detail is really what I believe is going to help somebody who has a direct connection to this experience. But however, today I find it hard to believe in 2020 that we're sensitive to those words, I, I didn't say anything explicit or I didn't curse. So, you know, I think you, it's something that you can handle, you can deal with, and you can share it with, with others um, because I saw no other way to express it. And my hope is that you're able to look be, like, beyond your, your thoughts, your opinions, your religiosity, and open your mind and your heart and feel the soul of the person behind these words because Basically, it's past time for us to wake up, to wake up to stories like this, to wake up to young ladies and young men having to endure this type of um, sexual abuse. It's just time for us to wake up. And so we need it explicit. We've been too nice. We've been too insensitive. We've been too kind. We haven't paid enough attention. So we need it in this manner. Because I hear all the time people say, They either are transparent or want to be as transparent as possible. And the question I have when I hear people say that is, are you really being transparent? Are you really being true to self? Because the reality is that we want people, um, we want them to know what we want them to know. So we can somewhat control how they're going to respond or what they think. So basically, as far as this podcast is concerned, it almost didn't happen because, you know, I thought about those things. I thought about how people are going to react. I thought about how people are going to judge and the possibility that after the first listen, you know, people may not listen again. And then what about the ones you know, who, who have had similar experiences, but have been wearing a mask all their lives, convincing themselves that all is good. I see that on a daily basis. I see that in people all the time. And I think about how much energy we use in that attempt to cover up who we really are and how we're fooled, how we're tricked, how we're bamboozled or what have you by so many people because we don't know who they are or where they've come from as far as their their experiences are concerned. So, in my opinion, part of knowing a person is 
to know their experiences and how they overcame those experiences. And the thing is that we have too much fear because we want so desperately to conform and fit into this world. But uh, I can point you to scripture in the Bible that I love. It is Romans 12, 1 and 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove that which is good and perfect will of God. I love that because we try too much and too hard to fit in when we really need to be different. If you're different and you are of Christ as you claim Christ, then you'll never fit into to what the world is doing. And in this episode, I have some good friends here with me, some accountability partners, and I just wanted to get their input. I want to get their thoughts, opinions, and feelings about the story thus far. And I wanted them to ask me any questions they had as far as as far as the episodes are concerned. So I'm here today with my good friends, Dominique and Carolyn. I'm so glad to have them with me because there's nothing like having a good support system and they are definitely a great support system for me. And opening up, I just want Dominique and Carolyn, I just want you to share with me and tell me how you feel thus far as you have listened to this story. I feel all that stuff that she's going through, mm-hmm. don't feel it like she feels it. Mm-hmm. But I can't cry. I can't cry because I know all these are good, a good call. God does everything for a reason. Right. She went through that. Yeah. Even though it was as awful mm-hmm. as it was. Yeah. <laughs> as awful as it was, it wasn't right and all that, but God allowed it. And he allowed right. it so that he could shape her into what he needs her to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and that's how I feel. And that's how I want you to feel about whatever situation you're yeah, in. Well, you ain't been through that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you been Look through at that face. Through. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know you've been through some. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Still right. Do. Because we do. Yeah, yeah, we go through stuff. I can't cry. I can't. I can't even feel the same thing. That you right. Feel. I can feel my situation, but I'm, I'm happy that you have points. Right. Right. I think what has come back for me is what's come back in doing this for me is is her because I still reflect on you know what she said basically the last words to me. When when I was seeking answers. When I asked basically, you know, the why. When I said that, and and like one of the responses was, you know, why can't you just be happy? Why can't she just be happy? Me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay, so you're talking about the, the little girl. Okay. Right, okay. right, right. She said to me, response into me asking, well, why did you do this? Why can't you just be happy? And... On my end, because there's so much, there's so many different reasons. Because you don't know. Because well, I, I guess as the as the you know the person doing doing it, 
your thoughts, of course, is not going to be the person you're doing it to, right? So you're not going to be thinking about, you know, what I've had to go through you know, relationship-wise and even to have a relationship or try to have a relationship right. with someone. You don't know um, about the periods of confusion as far as, you know, who am I for real? Yeah. You know, I where can, you don't have, relate. you didn't have to go through the periods where you had, mm. you know, friends or people who were supposedly close to you say, well, you're always going to be. be like this. Mm. And, you know, women are always going to be attracted to you because you walk like this. You can play basketball really <laughs> good. And you can do this and you can do that because mm-hmm. people would try to, people would do that and mm-hmm. it'll play, mm-hmm. it, you know, it plays with your thoughts yeah, and it, does. it yeah. makes you, because you keep hearing it mm-hmm. and like, well, she said, it, you know, and they said it mm-hmm. because at that moment you're not putting in perspective who's saying it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have the ability to put it in perspective as far as looking at the person who's actually saying it mm-hmm. until I aged. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, oh. You know what? Like, yo, uh, girl, I'm I can't even let you say <laughs> that anymore. I can't even let you say that anymore. I'm like, well, you know, I hear what you're saying, but you know, this is not true. It don't even matter. So I didn't that. even, I wasn't even there until I was in my thirties, late thirties. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't there. And then, as a friend, as a friend, as a friend, as a friend, right. when you have, when you know these things about a person mm-hmm. and then right. you have outside entities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. coming to you saying friend is so-and-so is you are you and then i was like no are you sure and right. then they try to pry well i know we was in high school and i was like well, where you get mm-hmm. that from right. well, i'm just saying you know it's right. like and so they would try to um nitpick me mm-hmm. uh, for information Right. right, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Right, it's like, well, you know, if that's if that's the case, then that ain't gonna never change. Mm-hmm. And so, right. you know, me, I'm mm-hmm. a different person. <laughs> right. So now you don't trigger something in me. Now I gotta be away. Right. Because mm-hmm. that protective mm-hmm. side I was talking about mm-hmm. comes out. Right. So yeah. now I'm just like, you know, what you're not gonna do. Right. Is, right. is do this. Right. So it's a whole different yeah. perspective on this side of the table. Of course. Than it is on on yeah. you know, on that side. The hurt yeah. is mm-hmm. different, mm-hmm. right? The pain is right. different, and the forgiveness is mm-hmm. different because I had to tell her that I had to say, you know, I'm sorry for not yeah noticing because I was just being selfish. Yeah, you know, because I was just so caught up in me. Yeah, I was caught up in me. I was like, man, I'm out here. You know, I ain't trying to be smart. She trying to be in a book. She, I ain't trying to do that. I'm trying to go to the park. I'm trying to club. You know, that was my mind. We were just right. just yeah. two opposite mm-hmm. people that right. would meet up in the middle, right? Exactly. And so it's like yeah. you know, but then you sit back and she, you tell her, she tell I'm like, how in the world did I miss all that? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. I was, I was very naive. And of course, that's how it happened yeah. in the first place mm-hmm. because of my naivety. Well, that was one of the questions yeah. I asked you too, right? Because yeah. I don't know why it, it was it? It wasn't all the way naive. It was yeah. innocence um, to start with. It's a difference. And that's how they pick you off. Naive. That's how they pick you off because they can see it. Mm-hmm. They can see vulnerability. They can see yeah, that. Yeah, because I said, why would she, she out of it. all of us, because all of us, right. like, all of us was on the team, all right. of us were there. Mm-hmm. Why her? Cause you can see, you know, mom, mom working all the you time, all didn't have a lot thing. of time. You missed all seeing any of that. I missed it. She told me, I didn't realize, I'm thinking it had started 11th grade. Yeah. I didn't know it had started that, that soon. Like yeah, when, when my grade. recognition started, when I started paying attention, it wasn't until 11th grade. Mm-hmm. But 
from the time we left elementary school, your first year of high school, I I didn't know it was mm. from that to mm. even started that early. That's why when I was listening to it, I was like, your own recollections. Why and I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like hold on, hold on, hold on. So yeah, I didn't realize it was that soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't know. I thought yeah, just from when I started kind of seeing some things mm-hmm. that seemed strange, but because of the fact that. You know, yeah, just yeah. want to talk about that. Just I'm not gonna say nothing, right? And everybody's so busy doing their own oh, thing. Dang. You know, we're young. We're 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 young. We're a little more selfish, and yeah. we're only mm-hmm. thinking and focus on so ourselves. How can a so, little girl be helped right now? Just from what the mm-hmm. two of y'all just said, people not recognizing the real thing. You know what? They're you, not seeing it because it caused in their own way. But how can we see this? Right, as helping a little girl. How do it's, you reach out to a little girl now? You know, you know what it what what this whole experience has done for me. Yeah, yeah. It has given me the ability to pay attention to people. Oh, absolutely. I pay attention. It doesn't matter who you are, even if you don't. You know, even if you, mm-hmm. you know, present okay. Mm-hmm. I'm paying attention to you, mm-hmm. especially if you're close to me. Mm-hmm. If you're my friend, I'm paying attention. I may notice things. You be like you. Yeah. Yeah, you pay attention too much, right? But I'm paying attention to your mannerisms, your actions, mm-hmm, how right. you react to stuff, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what you say as a response to whatever. I'm paying attention mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I want to be able to see mm-hmm. what I'm not supposed to see, or or what God allows me to see or needs me to see. Yeah, and I from don't want people to not be trusting the folks, but right. I, I think people need to just kind of be tentative about allowing yeah. folks to get yeah. too close too soon. Right. How do you help? Yeah. Yeah. The how. Right. The how. Yeah. That's These it. That's it. Paying attention. We, we, we live in such women. a selfish world yeah. that we are yes. only concerned about ourselves. We're focused and we so don't want to be involved. I don't, that's, I don't want to be, I don't want to, yeah, that's not my business. Yeah, but it's somebody and, that want to hear. Yes. Somebody, somebody needs somebody yeah. needs help. Somebody, yeah. Somebody needs help. Yeah, that's that's so strange that day that we saw the little girl and the little black girl supposed to be about nine or ten years old girl in the pickup truck, old beat down pickup truck with a white country man. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You already know. Okay. But yeah. anyway, that was driving old pulled up and uh
because so much of it happens with young girls and boys because I researched said 14 years and younger Mm -hmm. is when they experience the most and people and it's most times it's someone who's close to you who's doing it Mm -hmm. just like that relationship was built because initially like I said I, I didn't like her at all who did though nobody <laughs> we hated her. We hated her. Yeah, like she was hard. hard. She was hard, and she, you know, that discipline. You know, she, she tried to enforce discipline. No, and we know you're young. You don't like discipline. So yeah, of course you're just gonna dislike just because of that initially. But then you build that rapport. You, you know, she built that relationship so that now I can pull you well, in. Just you because you in. Yes, because now you make you need her. Yes, her. yes. Mom at work day and yeah. night mm-hmm. didn't get out until late. She didn't have a lot of time to spend with me. And you know that, right? Mm-hmm. You know mom has all these kids. Mom can't really, you know, buy the things that you think I want. But really, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't a materialistic child. <laughs> still <laughs> not. Because mama, <laughs> mama already told you, hey. So every day, I, I, I can't buy this. I can't buy that. So I wasn't really looking for those things. But you provide those things. You provide money, and mm-hmm. you know, you 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 do all of that. Then she's gonna take to you make, to church. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just throw that in the mix. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not only does this confuse you more when you know that you wasn't comfortable and things still wasn't quite right. You can right. That's everything that was going on. Right. And then to make me feel as though it was you know, something I made the decision to do. Yeah, when she started was blaming just did not all. sit well. Mm-hmm. And that's First, the thing the I think about one. the most. Yeah. Yeah. You making it seem like, you know, we were the same age. And I was like, yeah, hey, let's, let's do this. Let's be in this relationship. Let's be in this relationship. I got more of that out of the second one. Yeah. Where she's flip the script. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wait yeah. a minute. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. Out. Yeah. That was brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Some type of brainwashing. Yeah. And then you felt guilty because then you couldn't tell nobody else though. Well, you couldn't tell anybody nothing really from the beginning. But she got something going on in her mind. I just, I just, re- just remember. I had a girlfriend. Her daughter um, was a cheerleader at the high school that she was a principal at, and and I was at the football game, and and I was coming up the stadium steps, and our eyes locked. <laughs> and I just, I just said to myself, Lord, don't let me run up the steps, because I did. I had to refrain myself because yeah. she didn't, she didn't crack a smile, but she saw. The mm-hmm. look in my face, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, right. you know, right. and I just kind of gave her that look, right. like, you, you, you know, you got, yeah, you but got I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just yeah. gonna leave it alone right here. And then what came to my mind because I knew the history, right, and then I knew the history of their uh, professional level. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now I'm thinking, if this happened back then, and now you're still around kids, and this is what you do as a profession, and is that true? Yes. Who who else since then has been through this? Yeah. This is what Did went through my mind. Did you have a woman? Yeah. 
Because then anybody else that's just like after the um, fact. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that's kind of what went through my head because I was like, man, you don't, you know, been around these. <laughs> Right. And, and and you know how the day and age we in now where it's more prevalent. Right, right. Where yeah. you got more of these kids, you know, yeah. this is what they're trying out. So it might be a little more easier mm-hmm. to do. And especially <laughs> if, you know, mm-hmm. much easier because, you know, these millennials and these kids, man, they all about the money they, and, they, and the look and the fashion. Go. They're about money. So if they're good for money. Yeah, so if you can provide that, then it, the, the struggle won't be yeah. hard at all. All you got to do is say, hey. I can get you this, this, and this, and it'll be all for it. You know, I couldn't have strong-minded friends. So it was always, um, it was all, that was always spoken against. You know, like you, and of course, all y'all know. I think about, who are you? I want to say all those names, you know. But you know the, the group of us. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you knew the the stronger-minded individuals, and those were the ones who were who was always spoken against. Well, no, they're not your friend. <laughs> they're not your friend because look at what they do. You don't want to hang around them. They do this and they do that. But we were young, so yeah. that should have been expected. And so that's what we do is we make mistakes when we're young. Mm-hmm. But that's all it was, right? So yeah, yeah. Those strong friends, yeah, y'all always got the negative, the negative talk. Yeah, you don't want to do it. Even she ain't you your friend. Little, you know, I'm just thinking, <laughs> even though you was a little youth and all that, and the whole Well, initially like it was initially it was innocent to me. It was, you know, I found some sincerity in it because that's what it was what that's what it seemed it was. But um, after after so long, you know, when I began to question, right? When I began to question, it was I went through a period. And it was probably when I first went to college. Definitely. I went through a period like, you owe me this. And when I was giving it all away. Yeah, my sister got her hair done yesterday. On trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't, not on myself. But I just mm-hmm. You know, to get it, like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel bad. It was like, you owe me this because... Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, in some way, I messed up. Yeah, you messed up. Get your hair done. Yeah, yeah. Give me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My sister called me. My sister called me for money. I gave it to her. Whatever you need. Whoever needed something, whatever you need. And I kept that all to myself and did something, turned around for something that's positive, invested in something like that. Yeah, I'll be okay right now. Real okay. <laughs> you invested in it. Ready to stop working, yes, absolutely. Yes, that was so one of the things that I'm so glad that you. Yeah, you know, you're a spiritual, you've been 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 a spiritual, you've
Yeah. I think about that. I could be I could be doing anything. I could be I could have been promiscuous. I could have been, you know, sleeping with this woman, yeah. with that woman. Yeah. Praise God that it was all presented to me. Right? Even when people say women are always gonna find you attractive. And at one point I believed it. Because because that that's what was happening. Because I'm like <laughs> And then, then I'm looking at myself in the mirror, like, what do, what are they seeing, right? Because I ain't go, I'm not going up to you like, girl, girl, you look good. I'm not doing that because I had no desire. I had no desire. I was shy. I was scared to talk to a guy, right? I feared that rejection from a guy. It was just, it just, it was just so much, right? Because you fear, I feared that rejection. But then you have a young lady who would say something, but the guy wouldn't say anything. And so that would further the, okay, well, maybe they are. Maybe this is. But guess what? The Lord would never let me do it. He would never let me, even though I said, okay, well, I'm just going to do it. I, I wouldn't be comfortable in it. So That's I thank God. I remember, I remember when uh, you were telling me about that time when you did that went into a rage because he said I just can't do this no more. Like the people went into it. They wanted to know right they wanted to erase. And I wanted to say something. Yeah. I was gonna say something to the camera. I know. <laughs> punch the hole in the wall. Punch the hole in the wall. Like went into a rage like this is not right. I can't do this no more. So he came and he punched the hole in the wall like that's just gonna make me uh, yeah, like, nah, you right now. You wrong with your hands. It was like, are you wrong? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was um, crazy. It's crazy, but that shows like how people prey on those that are, are seemingly weak. Because I'm gonna say that they are, because some people can look like they may yeah. be weak and not be, but mm-hmm. they will prey on the ones that seemingly weak, and then right. when they find out that there is some crack in the foundation. They're going to go and take advantage of that, right? Right. So, but like you said, though, at the end of it, the question is, how do you help the next person? Or how, male or female, right? How do we no, help? How do, how do we help the next person? What, what does that look like? You know, they always say, oh, go to therapy or, you know, this and that. But sometimes, you know, everybody's not willing to go that route. So, is there an alternative mm-hmm. outside of therapy? You know, they say, oh, we'll go to church, talk to the pastor. You know, you know it's not always thing. that. No, it's not the thing. It's yeah. Not, so, you know, is it something else that can be offered? Dominique, that's a good question. And I think that what the biggest thing or one of the biggest things is the resources we can provide to families or the resources that can be provided as far as families are concerned and just having interest having interest in wanting to stop this cycle of abuse for our children we've got to have that first because there's just a plethora of information that's on the internet we can go to and you know different different resources and we can read about all this information but there has to be an interest in it and just to name some of the, those resources 
like the National Sexual Violence Resource Center. Of course, you have child welfare, you have public health. You can go to those places and they can give us informative information on different behaviors to watch for, uh, warn us about waiting, um, telling us about safety, keeping kids safe, uh, safety in sports, because we know a lot of kids play sports and we just don't know what's happening. It, it can give us those things to watch for, for as far as the relationships between coaches and children, the unhealthy relationship that we can we can kind of be on the watch for. Those things that take, take place, like being able to um, become familiar when a coach shows special interest in, in or inappropriate interest in a child, uh, looking for those signs that a child can harm another child, looking for those signs that an, an adult can harm a child. So there's so many different things to watch for. And another important thing to me is the communication between the child and the parent, communication be- between the child and the family, the trust the child has in family members, parents. That's really, really important because if there's no trust, if there's no relationship or bond, then it's it may be even more difficult for that child to open up. That child needs to be able to open up and not fear something is going to happen, not fear a parent won't believe them, not fear a family member won't believe them. So that's key and that's very important. So we just have to be attentive. We have to be intentional in the desire to to combat this sexual abuse that so many children experience and encounter today. I thank you. I want to thank you and Dominique and Carolyn for joining me today with this sensitive subject and talking about this story because it's just so prevalent, I think, today, which is why it's necessary, which is why I think it's purposed. So... Thank you, everybody, for joining us today and listening. Please leave your comments, your thoughts, your opinions, your feedback. Leave it all. I welcome it all, regardless of what you have to say. I welcome it. Please don't forget to tune in. You can listen on SoundCloud, download download SoundCloud on your Android or your iPhone. You can listen in iTunes, and very soon you will be able to download it on Spotify as well. So thank you for tuning in. You can email me also at ATH um, Life Factors. Um, the email address is lifefactors24 at gmail.com. Thank you for joining. And don't forget to tune in because this story is not over. It's not over. Watch for the next episode to see where this young lady goes next, to see what takes place next. And the story for this young lady, this little girl grown into this young lady, where she goes next and and how she handles the experiences from here. Thank you for tuning in. This is ATH Life Factors. <laughs>